here, here, screamed the jay from a neighboring tree, where I'd heard him a tittering for some time. Winter has a concentrated and nutty kernel, if you know where to look for it. From uh, Henry David Thoreau's journal, 1858. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanaja Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for February 14th to 21st, 2020, last quarter of the snow moon. Here are some calendar events for this quarter moon. February 14th is, of course, St. Valentine's Day. And on February 15th, 1898, the battleship Maine exploded in Havana Harbor, uh, providing the excuse for the beginning of the Spanish-American War. 15th is also the birthday of Susan B. Anthony, who was born in 1820. On February 16th, 2005, the uh, Kyoto Protocols on Global Warming went into effect in 140 nations, but not the United States. February 17th is President's Day, and on this day, winter's back breaks, according to the Old Farmer's Almanac. Now here are some natural events. Just as there's a time in August when summer turns towards fall, there's a time in February when winter's grip begins to weaken, and we northerners begin to feel a deep shift inside and out. Well, it's far too soon to say spring, but the sunlight slowly gains some headway against the darkness. And it may be too early to say the sap is running, but at least it's beginning to rise and little icicles hang on broken maple twigs, dripping gaily during the day and then stopping still as evening comes. Nuthatches run more briskly up and down the tree trunks, and their cranky call has a certain lilt to it that was not there before. Crows and gulls have more to say to each other than the meager squawks of a few weeks ago, and they don't squabble so over the food scraps. Blue jays are now whistling loudly to each other from tree to tree, and people honk and wave, and so do geese. And every now and then, you catch a whiff of sun-warmed pine needles under the big white pines and the scent of salt water on the breeze. It's too soon to call it true love yet, but it's like the first kiss. And it's just in time for Valentine's Day. Here's a mountain report. Even though there's plenty of bare and open ground on the sunny southern slopes, in the woods and other shady places, Awanajo is still firmly locked in winter. Rippled little glaciers fill the gullies and trails where water has run, and then frozen, and then run over and frozen again, to form silent, still cascades and cataracts. Crusty, crunchy snow underfoot is littered far and wide with fur cone scales scattered by red squirrels the planters of the boreal forests. 
The freeze-thaw seesaw shifts rocks, widens cracks and crevices in the ledges, and pulverizes boulders in the eternal process of breaking down the mountain and delivering it to the sea. And here's a rank opinion. There will be more serious snow and cold to come, but it's been an exceedingly pleasant winter so far. I'd like to say that this is the response of a just and benevolent creator to the cutting of funding for heat, for health, for education, and other basic measures of compassionate conservatism or liberalism in a misbegotten effort to balance budgets. Balanced budgets are good, but heat in the winter is not a frivolity. Education for our children is not a frill. Health care for the helpless is not a triviality. We will pray the price tenfold for such false economies today. Until the day this country puts as much value on the well-being of its elders and children, the poor, the weak, and the vulnerable, as it does on military hardware and tax cuts for the super-wealthy. Budgets may be balanced, but our beloved country will remain dangerously unbalanced, and for that we will all pay alike. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around. This first from Plutarch's Moralia, 1st century CE. Antisthenes says that in a certain faraway land, the cold is so intense that words freeze as soon as they're uttered, and after some time then thaw and become audible, so that words spoken in winter go unheard until summer. And from a Japanese proverb, one kind word can warm three winter months. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.